T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It is October 1st, the start of the Major League Baseball postseason. Milwaukee in a very deep pitching staff, 20-7 and in September. They head to the Washington Nationals. A staff with three 200 strikeout pitchers should be an outstanding one. You can download the Radio.com app, and you can listen to that game starting at 8.08 first pitch on 106.7. The fan, it will say on the app, but today they're calling it 106.7 The Nats. This is Radio.com Sports Original, home and home, brought to you by ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Try ZipRecruiter for free right now. ZipRecruiter.com slash enter. Definitely, folks, the smartest way to hire. Coming up in just a bit, Kansas City coach Andy Reid has a maestro conductor in Patrick Mahomes, but did he conduct a... Picasso in his postgame speech against the Lions. It was a beauty, almost like saying, bottom of the ninth, and we need a touchdown here. We'll get to Andy Reid in just a couple of minutes. But we move on, and we talk about the most controversial subject in the NFL. We'll get to that Bengals-Steelers Monday nighter, but how about a guy that played seven seasons in that Bengals-Steelers Monday night series? Talking, of course, about Vontez Burfecht, who is now suspended rest of the NFL season for that ugly hit on the Colts tight end, Jack Doyle, helmet to helmet, Doyle a defenseless runner. He was thrown out of that game, Burfecht, and it wasn't just that he was thrown out of the game. It's that he walked out of there smiling to the crowd, proud of himself, what he had done, even blowing kisses to the crowd This is not a remorseful athlete. He is headed back, according to reports from London, to appeal this season-long suspension, by the way, the longest ever in the NFL, for an on-the-field infraction. Here's what John Runyon, the VP of Football Operations, says. You have continued to flagrantly abuse rules designated to protect yourself and your opponents from unnecessary risk. He had 13 suspensions and fines in those seven seasons with the Bengals. And Ross, you were passionate about this yesterday. My question to you is, I understand every time the NFL Players Association and D. Smith defends their players in these contract squabbles, even in some suspensions and fines, because they don't want to set a precedent. For example, the Patriots, they want to hold the Patriots accountable for not having done their homework and to for committing to a guy, for having a practice and play a game. I get that. But why in the world am I not hearing from more current NFL players? The only one I heard from was Ben Watson on Twitter that said better late than never. And why would the NFLPA defend Vontez Perfect against a season-long suspension that many feel, including you, should be permanent? Well, so first of all, Dave, I'm, I'm glad we're talking about this again. Kudos to the NFL for suspending him for the rest of the year. To my knowledge, 
the longest on-field suspension to this point had been five games for Albert Hainsworth when he stepped on Andre Girard's face after Andre's helmet came off. Not a good scene, to say the least. Andre had to get 30 stitches. So I like that the NFL suspended him for the rest of the year. I don't know what the arbitrator will do. I laid out yesterday all of the horrific things that Vontez Perfect has done throughout his career. I have not heard yet, Dave, whether or not the NFLPA is supporting Vontez Perfect and or representing him in his appeal. I know he's appealing, and I know his agent, Lamont Smith, called it a football play. That's laughable. And he's representing him. Obviously, Lamont Smith, if Vontez Perfect suspended for the rest of the year and doesn't get any more money, guess who else doesn't get any more money? Lamont Smith. So, of course, he's going to represent his client. This is his 10th on-field transgression in terms of overly aggressive behavior of a physical nature. Not the PEDs which is a whole other story, not the middle finger. This is his 10th one. I would like to hope that the NFLPA does not represent him because the NFLPA represents all 1,800-plus players that are on NFL rosters in some way, shape, or form right now. Active roster, injured reserve, practice squad. This is a guy in Vontez Perfect who is putting those other 1,800 players and himself, like John Runyon said, at risk over and over and over again. The NFLPA, Dave, in my mind, should be pushing for a permanent ban of Vontez Perfect. He is a menace to the other 1,800-plus players that they represent. Think about how we all would have felt if, God forbid, something life-altering happened to Jack Doyle on Sunday when Vontez Perfect launched himself like a missile for that helmet-to-helmet hit with the crown of his helmet to a man that was on his knees. Think about how we all would have felt if Doyle got a bad concussion, knocked out unconscious, maybe even brain damage, paralysis, all the things that, that could happen. We, we all would have felt awful. And at some point, Dave, and I wrote this in my column this week, at some point the NFL is culpable and thus liable. I mean, you tell me. Let's pretend Jack Doyle's your brother, Dave Briggs. Yeah. And let's say Vontez Perfect gives him a bad, bad concussion and Doyle can never play football again. Do you sue the NFL for letting a guy who's already had nine on-field transgressions do that to your brother? I'm t- I-, I hate that we are an overly litigious society, but I would. I'd sue the crap out of the NFL for that. There is no question about it. Legal action would certainly be an option that I would consider, that anyone in their right mind would consider. And the NFL clearly is concerned about this. And they don't need to just look at those 10, 10 infractions from Vontez Perfect. They can go back before that. I was wondering, like, what was his track record before this? So I went to his college days at Arizona State. Listen to this. 
Vontez Perfect had 22 personal fouls in 37 games at Arizona State. He should have been on a short leash when he entered the league, let alone after 10 infractions. The league is all about player safety. At least they say they're going to have to prove it now. They went for the longest suspension in league history. Will they go beyond that? Will the players defend him, the players' union? That should be interesting. D. Smith, if you're out there, if anybody talks with D. Smith, we would love to hear from you. What is your comment? Will you stand on his corner? And why aren't more current NFL players echoing the words of Ross Tucker? I'd like to hear from current guys calling out perfect, not just the former players. One former player who's defending him, Bill Romanowski, who is arguably the dirtiest player in NFL history. He went on TMZ Sports and said it is bullshit that he got suspended for the rest of the season, that it should only have been a fine, maybe a one- or a two-game suspension. And with that conversation, I ask you, is it perfect? Is it Romo? Is it Jack Lambert? Jack Tatum? Uh, and Damakung Su had a dirty period. Some feel Rodney Harrison was one of the dirtiest players that for a guy that covered him for a number of years. I wouldn't even put him in that category. I thought Rodney just played a variety of really tough in-your-face football who is the dirtiest player in the history of this proud game? Is it without a doubt perfect? Man, some of those guys back in the day uh, right. were pretty dirty. I've seen some videos of Conrad Dobler, uh, the former offensive lineman for the Cardinals, among other teams. That guy uh, was pretty dirty for sure. And that's, by the way, the weakest argument, Dave, I've seen out there, where people say, 20 years ago, nobody would have even thought anything about that perfect hit on Jack Doyle. 20 years ago, that who nobody would have nobody would have cared. You know what? That might be true. And that's actually very scary that that might be true. But in my mind, that has no relevance whatsoever to what he's doing now in 2019. There's a lot of things that 20 years ago would have been fine that are no longer okay. I, th that is the worst argument when I hear guys say 25 years ago, nobody would say anything. They're, I mean, I won't even get into some of the things people said. You ever watch some of the TV from 25 years ago, Dave? Like in what people are able to say about all kinds of different things. The world changes and you got to keep up with it. It's not okay to stay stuck in 25 years ago. Yeah, that would be objection relevance if that were in a courtroom. That is totally irrelevant things that went on in that period. So one last question on this before we touch on that game last night. Paul Gunther, he's the Raiders defensive coordinator. He and John Gruden wanted this guy on the football team, and they also made him recently a team captain. Is this the brand that the Raiders have coveted? I think that... Well, I think Gruden likes guys like these. I don't think Mike Mayock really does the GM. I think Burfecht, you know, he, he's a tough one for a coach and for other teammates because he is the kind of guy that you're glad he's on your side. He is the kind of guy that I think sets the tone in offseason workouts and practices during training camp. I can see how he's a leader. There are reports that he's the one 
that broke it up when Mike Mayock and Antonio Brown got into an altercation. Vontez Perfect was the peacemaker. Vontez Perfect was the voice of reason. But when he gets inside those white lines in a game, he just can't control himself. He just can't help it. It's not okay. He should never be allowed inside those white lines again. I fear that the suspension will be reduced, that Vontez Perfect will play again, and that we're really just rolling the dice as to whether or not he does something that could be truly life-altering to another man out on one of these NFL fields. And I'm not, I probably said this yesterday, Dave, but I'm not like some prude, right? I played seven years. I love hitting people. I love violence. That's what I miss. Yeah, I miss the money and other stuff, but, and camaraderie and blah, blah, blah. You know what I really miss? I miss running into another dude as hard as I possibly could. I loved that. I craved that. Working out and stuff, it's not the same. It's not. But you can't do what he's done out there. You can't intentionally attempt to injure people. You can't be that malicious. There are plenty of legal hits out there where you can deliver forceful blows and send a big-time message without going out of your way to do things that could do great harm to one of the other guys in the NFL. And to all the national columnists out there, as we wrap up and put a bow on this, comparing the Jonathan Jones hit on Josh Allen to what Vontez Burfecht did on Sunday is also irrelevant. And many national columnists, many that I respect, said the NFL is hypocritical and that those hits were similar. And that is bullshit. To, to use Romanowski's word, that is a ridiculous comparison. Josh Allen has the protection of a slide. He could have gone into a slide. He was also lowering his head and continuing to charge forward. And I thought Jonathan Jones, to me, looked very clearly like a guy who went in there to make a 100% clean hit. In fact, I thought he led with his shoulder. I thought it was Josh Allen lowering the crown of his helmet that actually made that appear like a dirty hit. That one is being debated on the internet. And now to that last game last night of week four that Burfick played in for so many seasons. Not the ideal matchup on Monday Night Football. Two 0-3 teams. The Steelers dominate this one courtesy of eight sacks on Andy Dalton. Mason Rudolph, amazing, right? Well, at least in the scorebook. 24 of 28. I think I think over half of those passes were at or near the line of scrimmage. This was all about the defensive pressure. Jalen Samuels, James Conner both had 10 carries. They both had eight catches. And Jalen Samuels was even three for three passing. Do you feel much better about Pittsburgh or about Mason, uh, the the replacement for Big Ben, after last night's performance? Or is it just a one-off? I feel better. I wouldn't say that I feel much better. we got to eliminate, by the way, these, you know, jet sweeps where the quarterback catches it and like does like a, a tap pass to the guy coming on the jet sweep, and that counts as a as a pass and a completion. I mean, that's how Jalen Samuels got his completions. That's how Mason Rudolph got some of his completions. That is laughable to me. Absolutely laughable. I thought Rudolph looked better. You know, 
I like that the Steelers ran the offense through Connor and Samuels and leaned on their offensive line. Uh, but the story of this game, in my mind, Dave, was the Bengals' offensive line against the Steelers' front. Eight sacks. Eight sacks. I don't know how many quarterback hits. I think it was like 12, 16 quarterback pressures. It was a brutal night for Andy Dalton and the Bengals. You know, their quarterback coach, who's also the head coach, Zach Taylor, who handles the quarterbacks, he said that he told the offensive tackles, we, we want to see what you guys can do one-on-one. We need you guys to show what you can do one-on-one against the Steelers. That was a really bad idea, Zach. Really bad idea. They can't do it. Andre Smith at left tackle and Bobby Hart, neither one of those guys should probably even be starting in the NFL. They got abused over and over again by Cameron Hayward, Bud Dupree, TJ Watt. It was really an embarrassing performance for the Bengals, considering they had the lead 3 nothing. Deontay Johnson fumbled. They also had a stop of the Steelers on fourth down and one early in the game. They just couldn't get anything going. And I don't know what you're feeling good about right now if you're a Bengals fan. I'm not saying they should have kept Marvin Lewis, but you know the honeymoon period is expiring quickly for Zach Taylor. I don't know how they played that well at Seattle and at Buffalo to almost win both those games. And then you compare that to the Niners and Steelers games. Brutal. There's some stiff competition for that number one pick if, in fact, it is Tua. Washington looks like they are going to compete for it. Certainly Miami, the leader in the clubhouse after the first quarter, uh, looks like they are locked in on Tua. But I'm not so sure about Cincinnati and Zach Taylor. I think you saw the difference in a good game plan and not. They adjusted to what Mason Rudolph is. High percentage completions, keep him near the line of scrimmage. One deep ball, admittedly, to Deontay Johnson. I could make that throw. It wasn't a tremendous throw. Johnson was wide open for what amounted to be a 43-yard touchdown. Yeah, Zach Taylor, a rough first go in the NFL. Coaching in the NFL can be a challenge. 0-4, Zach Taylor, 0-15-1 are the first-time head coaches in the NFL. Hiring can be a challenge as well as Codable co-founder Gretchen Hebner discovered. Gretchen needed to hire a game artist for her education tech company. She knew it wouldn't be easy to find someone to grow her team. That's why she went to ZipRecruiter.com. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job so you get qualified candidates fast. Gretchen posted her job on ZipRecruiter and said she was impressed with how quickly she found qualified applicants. She also used ZipRecruiter screening questions to filter her candidates so she could focus on the best ones. And that's how Gretchen found a new game artist in less than two weeks. Results like that, no wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. The first day, folks. See why ZipRecruiter is so effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at this web address. It's ZipRecruiter.com slash enter ZipRecruiter.com slash E-N-T-E-R, the smartest way to hire. As we continue to put a bow on the first quarter of the NFL season, just three undefeated teams left, the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC, the Patriots, and lastly, the Chiefs in the AFC. And boy, they barely escaped 
the Chiefs did. A Detroit win despite being outplayed by Matt Stafford and the Lions. And Andy Reid is a classic and yet another reminder in this beauty of a post-game speech. <laughs> hey, not all of Mozart's paintings were perfect. Yeah. Huh? That was beautiful, man. Hey, the end result, though, that sucker's going to sell for a million dollars. <laughs> Ross, I know you love this guy. Did he just conduct a Picasso? What do you make of those? <laughs> so good. It's so good. The best part about it is I would love if if they had posted that right after the game. And really, this is what somebody I'll give you a hint. If you write for, for if you if you cover the Chiefs, Go through and talk to the players and assistant coaches and see how many of them even understood or knew that Andy Reid was wrong. When he said that, it sounded great. Yeah, you're right. Mozart's paintings, they still sell for a million bucks. Like, especially in that moment, I think maybe afterwards, I can see a couple of them being like, wait a minute, Mozart? What? Didn't he write music? Wasn't he a composer? But... In the moment, nobody cared. Everybody was happy. That was like the most football guy thing ever. That was Ted Cronkite-esque. That (laughs) was amazing. I I loved it. And I honestly wonder, Dave, if you ask each one of those guys, what did Andy Reid just say that made no sense whatsoever? I don't think many of them would have even recognized it. They know Mozart, some dude from a while ago that did music or art or something, and he was good. Conduct a Picasso is the only close reference I could think. Somebody Ross Tucker knew. Somebody in there was thinking, wait, what? And it had to be an offensive (laughs) lineman. Although you're the offensive lineman, and you had the famous, now famous Cronkite reference. Some offensive lineman caught that. You need to figure out who it is. So, I, you know who it would be? The right guard, Dr. Larry, Laurent Duvarnay-Tardif, who already has his MD, and he's playing mm-hmm. right guard for the Chiefs. He probably knew. Plus, he's French. I feel like he's cultured. He's from Canada. I bet you, he, I, I bet you Laurent Duvarnay-Tardif is the one that knew. I hope. I'm just going to hold out hope some can. But, you know, either way, we can all agree Andy Reid is awesome. That'll do it for a Tuesday edition of Home and Home. Tomorrow we'll talk with the folks from PFF evaluating quarterback grades and everything else after the first quarter of the NFL season. And Brad Evans with some fantasy football tips and gambling picks for the week ahead. See you Wednesday. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 